It's time for Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Driven by the Hess Toy Truck, here's Lance Meadow. Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point is brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Peerless Boilers, America's best-built boilers. Bud Light, keep it crisp. NRG, the official energy provider of the New York football giants. Learn more at picknrg.com. River Spring Health, call 856-SENIOR. And brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. For special offers, visit mbusa.com slash winter event. Alongside Jeff Eagles, I'm Lance Meadows. So glad you could join us as we are recapping the Giants' 34-27 loss to the Jets at MetLife Stadium. They have now lost six in a row, 2-8 and eight overall on the season. This is the first time the Giants have dropped six straight since 2014 when they finished 6-10 and 10 and had lost seven in a row during one stretch during that season between week six through the 13. Jeff, not a pretty game specifically on the offensive side of the ball in crunch time. Daniel Jones did have four touchdowns, but the pass protection, the inability to run the football are two things that you can't overlook against a Jets team that was clearly struggling coming in. And you know what? I I can't say it any better than you just did. If you cannot run the football and you can't protect the throw to football. Now, listen. You know what, Jeff? Hold that thought. Sorry, Pat Shermer's coming up to the podium. Here he is. Pat Shermer heading into the press conference area here. He's heading to the podium. He'll be up there in about three seconds. This is John Schmuck, by the way. And here's head coach of the Giants, Pat Shermer. Injury-wise, I think uh, Jack Rabbit had a concussion there. Solder had a concussion early in the game. Uh, So... um, Disappointed we lost. I understand the importance of every game, especially this game. And, um, you know, it was a hard-fought game. We found a way to be down 14 points, and then we found a way to be up. And then we found a way to be down, and we lost it. And so that's the reality of it. Um, I'm sure you have things you're interested, so I'll answer your questions. What's the state of this team? Six straight losses going to the bye. Like, how, would you, how would you describe it? The state, we're, we're disappointed we haven't been able to win a game for six, right? It's, that's the way it works. We're disappointed that we uh, didn't win this game. That's, that's where it's at. The state of the team, that, that's where we're at. Do you expect to make any staff changes or anything over the bye week? Self-scouting, anything to... Uh, staff changes, no. Do you evaluate this game differently after losing to a team that has a worse record? Or No. I mean, every game we would look at uh, independently. Um, again, it was a hard-fought game um, for all the reasons I had mentioned in, in the outset. And, um, you know, we ended up losing it. So credit them. They made enough plays to win. And uh, we certainly didn't. Pat, it seemed like down the stretch here, when you guys put some drives together, you nothing there no, I think we were we were challenged a little bit. We had three backup linemen in there at the at that point, and um, it's pretty obvious we were struggling to run the football. And so then, uh, you know, most of it goes on his shoulders, you know, and um, and we just couldn't get that done. Third and long on the second last possession. Why not give Smith some help? Because he has been having some trouble. We uh, we were giving him help at throughout the game, so. And on one, two times before that, we did, and they ran twist stunts. So that's, to me, that's a little footnote. Why do you think you had so much trouble getting the running game going? Uh, well, they did a good job, and we didn't. Uh, we obviously didn't do a good enough job blocking them. That's that's how that works. 
Pat, we don't get to ask anybody above you about your job, but do you have any concern about your job after this? Uh, my concern is putting um, a team on the field that's going to win a football game. That's my concern. And it's always a, it's a one-week concern getting ready to play the next opponent and put a winning performance on the field. That's my concern. What, I mean, you're obviously going to have discussions with ownership over the next couple of weeks here in a bye yeah. I would assume. What do you say to them to show them that, like you said, you were you thought last week you said you were going in the, in the right, on the right path? Yeah. What do you say to them in that regard? Well, obviously, anything that I speak about behind the scenes would be behind the scenes stuff. So I, I wouldn't share any of that with you, especially at this point. Well, I think they should be as disappointed with the fact that we lost as I am. That's what I would say. Why you're on the right path? Why? Because I think because I think I'm seeing the things that um, will help us in the long run. Certainly, we haven't done enough in the, in the short run. And we're all going to get to see now. All, the, all these young players, and we added a few more out there today. We're going to get to see them develop as we go forward. Things like what, what things are you referring to? That's not for this. That's not for, not for here. The sack fumbled. Do you think the ball should have been out by the time the Adams yeah. gets there? Or? Well, I, I, we need to do a better job protecting. We did have guys open, and, um, you know, that was, that was a team thing. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, he plays every game pretty heroically. Um, finds a way to get production. Like every young player, he has mistakes. Did Saquon look right to you? Uh, he got banged up a little bit today, so I don't know. I'm sure that contributes. Uh, you know, and we'll look at it as we go. You know, he got banged around pretty good. Yeah, it's very unusual uh, of anybody's caliber in any game, right? It seems like Daniel's struggling to pick up what's like safety blitzes or defensive back blitzes pre-snap, and that happened again today on one no. sack. Is that a, a concern? I don't, I, don't, I don't see it being that way. Uh, I see there was times when he had a couple times he had to throw hot, and he did. And then it also uh, falls on some of the guys that are blocking them to do a better job. Pat, you mentioned when you first started that um, we know the importance of winning every game, especially this game. Yeah. Well, because I understand the importance of you know living in this region. I get it for our fans. I get that. How many at a bye week typically you reassess everything, just like yeah. you do every week, but how many more changes or dramatic changes can you make to what you thought yeah, about? Yeah, again, that's what we'll talk about moving forward. Again, that's not for it's not for now. Yeah, well, it was certainly we felt like we could get the ball back again. Um, certainly we're way behind uh, um, in the game in terms of the clock management part of it because we would only get the ball with 30-some seconds. But when you punt the ball, they could always fumble it, you know, and then they're going to run a few plays where you could, you know, we've seen something happen there. So we felt like because we were so far backed up that and it was such a long fourth down that that was the right thing to do. Lines, um, any thought to saving at least one of your timeouts for when you get the ball back on offense? Because you called all three with... 
between four and five minutes yeah. left in the game. I them. Once you start burning them there, we felt like it was the right thing to do. Take two more. I mean, I guess in hindsight, I would like to have had all three. Right? Anything else? Why, right. did, why didn't that quarterback sneak on fourth and inches work? Why didn't it? We, did, we didn't get enough surge, and the ball got spotted behind the chains. That's why. I felt good about going for it there, and you know it worked out in our favor. You know we got to stop. They missed a field goal, and so you, then you play on. Okay. All right. Locker room's open. Okay, that's the head coach of the New York Giants, Pat Shermer. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, reaction from the locker room. When we return on Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Meadow with you as the Giants fell to the Jets at MetLife Stadium 34-27. Giants now 2-8 and eight on the season. They have lost six in a row for the first time since 2014. You just heard from head coach Pat Shermer. His press conference was brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Winter Event. For special offers, visit mbusa.com slash winter event. He talked about the pressure that Daniel Jones faced throughout the course of this game, as well as their inability to run the football. Daniel Jones sacked six six times, and the Giants ran 17 times for just 23 yards in this game. Saquon Barkley, this spells it all out. He had 13 rushes for just one yard against the New York Jets, who certainly were stingy against the run, number six in the NFL coming in, only allowing 89 yards per game. But the Giants could not win the battle in the trenches, and this has become a continuous theme thus far throughout the season because Daniel Jones now has been sacked at least five times in three of the last four games, and the Giants have had 100 rushing yards as a team or less In each of the last three games, and if you want to take it a step further, you can go five of the last six, and that's no surprise that that has been in line with their lengthy losing streak, which now has hit six games. The Jets improving to three and two and seven, excuse me, as a result of the victory and knocking off the Giants with the necessary plays that need to be made in crunch time, and the Jets were able to do that and getting a lot of pressure and being able to take away the rushing attack from the Giants. We are going to be hearing more locker room reaction shortly. We'll hear from some of the players on both the offensive and defensive sides for the Giants as they are going to continue to look at the drawing board. Right now, let's head back to the locker room. John Schmoke is with Daniel Jones. Thank you, Lance. Here in the locker room with Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. Daniel, what's obviously disappointment in the locker room? Is it is it is it frustration? Is it anger? Just kind of what's going on? Where you guys, you know, lost six straight. What what's the mood right now in here? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're we're definitely frustrated. I think um, you know, disappointing to to lose today, and and uh, you know, obviously expected expected win. So anytime that happens, you're gonna be you be frustrated, and um, you know, certainly have a lot of things to correct and, and continue to work on so um yeah we uh you know by week coming up we've got to take this you know as a chance to um you know a chance to to uh you know work toward work toward the bears so um obviously disappointed and frustrated but um yeah gotta uh, gotta take advantage of the bye week offense scored 27 points in the first three quarters you're moving the ball four touchdowns but you didn't score in the fourth why do you think the offense sputtered a little bit in that final period um, just, uh, just didn't make plays when, when we had chances. I think, um, 
you know, I've got to do a better job getting getting the ball out and, and you know, find a lot of spots in their in their zone to make sure we're we're moving forward. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I don't know, that's uh, obviously disappointing. You got to finish a lot better than that. Obviously, you had two short, two starting offensive line heading to the game. Then you lose Nate Solder. How much did that impact you guys throughout the contest? Um, I thought, you know, the guys stepped up and, and guys played well. So, um, you know, I got to gotta do my part in, in getting rid of the ball and, and you know, moving the pocket. But, um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of trust in, in those guys and thought they played well. You did move the ball a lot, especially first three quarters. You converted a lot of third and longs, a situation you want to be in, but you did a great job. What did you have with Darius in this game on those third and longs getting a lot of those conversions? Uh, just, you just got a lot of trust in him. He's, he stepped up and has made plays for us uh, the whole year. So, um, you know, we're, you know, no one's surprised by, by how, you know, he played today. And, and, you know, I certainly have a lot of trust and faith in him. Finally, a big part of your offense is, is your running game. Last few weeks, haven't been able to get it going. Today was the worst of the three. What do you guys need to do to get the running game going? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, uh, you know, there, there's certain uh, certain looks we got to take advantage of, and and things we can uh, things we can do to help that. But you know, everyone's gonna gonna complement each other and and how we move the ball. So, um, you know, I think we you know certainly have have room to improve. You know, across the board. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate the time. Thanks, John. That's Daniel Jones here in the locker room, brought to you by MetLife, the official insurance company of the New York Giants. Let's go across the locker room where one of the team captains, Michael Thomas, is addressing the media at his locker. Let's listen in on Mike number. At this point, we'll see. Michael, you've been in this league for several years, and I'm right. sure you've experienced losing streaks before. Right. What, what, what is the, the aspirin, the elixir? What is the thing that ends a losing streak? Winning. <laughs> Winning. You know, making enough plays to win, so... You got to find a way to get a win. It doesn't matter what it takes. Um, we had a sense urgency this week. You know, that was the mindset this week. Didn't make enough plays to get it done. Where do you think the mental state of the team is right now? I mean, can't really talk about the mental state, but right now the, the reality is, is that what we've lost, was it six games in a row now? We lost six games in a row. And uh, we haven't made enough plays to get a win. And, and this is a production-based business, so players go, coaches go when you don't produce. That's what happens. That's Michael Thomas. Now we're in front of DeAndre Baker's locker. Overall, as a cornerback. DeAndre, you guys, this is the third straight week you enter the fourth quarter with a legit chance to win the game. Mm -hmm. How discouraging is it to, to come up short for the third straight week? I mean, you led this game 27-24, you lose 34-27. I mean, you know, it's game over. We just Looking forward to the next game, so we just right now just stand focused and looking for ways to finish out the fourth quarters when we on top or when the game's tied up. Looking for ways to finish stronger and come out with a W. What would you say to fans who are angry and looking for people to blame for this? Uh, just just keep the faith. We're gonna get us a W. We gonna just keep working. That's it. That's DeAndre Baker. Let's slide over now and go to our second Mike, who's in front of Darius Slayton's locker. Half the offense was working today. I mean, you guys were throwing the ball fairly well, but Saquon had nowhere to go. I mean, was that just they played run defense well or what? Yeah, I mean, they're they're a pretty good run defense. You know, um, they obviously have, obviously had a pretty good game plan coming in to neutralize him. And uh, but you know, at the end of the day, we just as a collective whole, receivers, linemen, we all know what he is. So. Everybody's just got to block because we know if we can get him a crease or anything like that, we can really get him going. So 
Um, at the end of the day, I think just as a whole, we got to give better effort to you know try to help them out. Here's third straight game. You guys have gone in the fourth quarter. Legit chance to win the game. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're up 27-24 going the fourth quarter here. You get outscored 10-0 in the fourth. How discouraging is that, knowing that you guys are on the cusp but can't quite close? Um, it's definitely frustrating. I mean, you... Like you said, we went to the fourth quarter with the lead. We're feeling really good, playing playing fairly well. You know, moving the ball fairly well. You just got to find a way to close the game out. Now let's jump in front of Kevin Zeitler's locker. How our locker room is, you know, you know, we knew they know what to do and they knew how to play. That down stretch there, do you feel like you guys are a little bit of a downhill situation? You know, they're they're rushing. You know, things like you know, you guys couldn't get a lot started those last two drives there. Yeah, I mean, you know, you always want the guys who you know been working together for the last you know six months or whatever it's been, but. No, that's never an excuse. Saquon Barkley with one rushing yard. I mean, that's probably not something you would ever have expected. No, no. I mean, you never expect that. A guy that talented, you know, obviously we played a role and we got to get that fixed. Um, obviously, the Jets are very good at stopping the run. You know, that's what they do. And, uh, you know, no matter how good a team is, we got to be able to make things happen and open things up. That's Kevin Zeitler. I'm going to slide over here in front of Will Hernandez at his locker. Here's Will. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's full on on us. You guys going into the break, six-game losing streak. I mean, what do you, how do you regroup? I mean, we're going to go back. We're going to make sure first we, everybody gets healthy, everybody recovers. And then we're going to take advantage of the fact that we don't have a game this upcoming weekend. Just get even more into our own playbook, into our own technique, into our own stuff and start doing it better because... It's been proven that it works. It's just we haven't been doing it right. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what we're gonna do. We're gonna take advantage of it. It's not, it's not an out of vacation, not a time off. It's time to get better, and uh, we're, we're definitely gonna take advantage of it. Will Saquon one rushing yard? That's not a number I probably you would ever expect. Of course not. That's you know, to us that's just unacceptable. You know, that's one of the areas we gotta get better, and that's what we're gonna do this upcoming bye week. But you know. I guess the positive thing about that is it's fully on us. Like it's it's up to us to do it. So um, if it was up to anybody else, then I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, let's 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 panic. But it's all up to us, and I know we have the guys to get it done and switch it all around too. It's it's not it's not over. Coach That's Will Hernandez. Let's go to our second mic, which is in front of the locker of Leonard Williams. Uh, it was fun, you know, I mean, like I said, obviously there were some familiar faces on the other side of the ball, but, you know, that didn't stop either one of us from, from going at it. We still competed. We still treated each other like an opponent, which we were. And, uh, you know, after the game was, you know, cool. We all shook hands and said what's up and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, during the play between the whistle and stuff like that, we still treated each other like a game. What were the emotions like with this game? You fall behind early, take the lead in the middle, then fall mm -hmm. behind uh, you know, just like you described, that's one thing that we want to avoid is uh, all the ups and downs and uh, the inconsistency. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes we, we get fast three and out. Sometimes the offense is looking great. And then, you know, sometimes not so great. And, uh, you know, the, as soon as we can be more consistent at being great, uh, the better off we'll be. And, uh, you know, just, work, just keep working at that. You, you know this from last year, but these type of resolves consistently cost coaches jobs. How aware are you guys of that kind of reality? I'm not sure anybody's really talking about it, and uh, I'm also new, so I don't really feel any type of uh, energy like that happening. But, uh, you know, like you said, it's like, it's NFL, it's business. I mean, clearly I got traded. It's like, 
people get fired, people get traded, and people get hired. It, it just is the business of the na uh, the nature of this business. And uh, you know, like I said, we want to be able to win so that we can keep these pieces and uh, keep some camaraderie and, and uh, consistency. That's Leonard Williams now in front of the locker of Marcus Golden. Six games left. How do you keep that belief and actually translate it to the field? You know? Me myself, me, and I only can speak on myself right now. I'm gonna come in early tomorrow. I'm gonna get my workout in. I'm gonna watch film. I'm gonna stay a little later and, and see what we got to do. And I, hopefully, some people do it with me. And that and that's what I'm about. I gotta focus on on helping this team as much as I can. That's my number one focus right now. I ain't focused on the bad stuff or none of that. Right now, I'm gonna focus on what I can do to help this team get better and what I can do to help this team win. Turned the game around ultimately at the end. You guys had a nice middle of the game, second, third quarter. What turned it back in the Jets' favor in the end? Uh, them boys battle. They battle. You got to give it to them. You can't, I'm not the type of – it's the NFL. Everybody work hard. Everybody get out there and grind. You got to give them guys credit. They came out there and won their game. They they fought to the last minute, and they got the win. You got to give it to them. They, congrats for them today. And the good thing about it is hopefully we play them again one day and uh, we get the battle against them again. What are some of the things, Marcus, you think you guys could have done better to come out with the win? I'm going to speak on myself. Maybe I could have made a play or two to help this team win. That's what I could have did. I could have made a play or two or three to make to help the team win more. And, and that's the focus for me because, like I said, well, we got six more games left. Ain't no running. You, ain't, you can't run. You can't just forfeit those games. So you got to have the same mindset that we're going to come back and try to win no matter what. And that's my mindset no matter what. I'm going to come in tomorrow, work hard, and I'm going to try to win the rest of these games. Thank you, Marcus. All right, appreciate you. That's Marcus Golden. And now let's head over to our second mic. That's in front of the locker of Golden Tate. To do our jobs to the best of our abilities. And, you know, we're, we're not doing that when it needs to happen. Um, I, I haven't seen the, seen the film yet, so I can't, you know, give you an accurate, you know, I, I can't be accurate with what happened. But we just, we got to be consistent for sure. Um, and just we got to make, make more plays, and that's collectively. You guys tried the players only meeting and the, you know the results haven't been there what can you guys do other than go back to work to get better results i think that's exactly what we have to do is go back to work um you know fortunately we're coming up on a bye so we get to hit the reset button um you know now unfortunately we got to think about this game for a little bit too long but uh as a as a leader on this on this team and its offense, I got a job to do. Um, I'm going to show up tomorrow whenever we're scheduled to come in and work my tail off and and, and help get this thing back on track. Um, you know we're we're two and eight now, so two and eight. I, but I still remember what it's what it's like to win and, and catch a win streak. So that's exactly what we're going to do, and I'm going to prepare that way. Um, tell you one thing I, I won't do. I won't let anyone in this locker room or anyone in this, in this organization get discouraged. Um, and I'll, I'll say it until the wheels fall off. I, I think we're a good team. I think we have a great foundation. Um, we just got to put it all together for 60 minutes. You know, we can't, we can't be spotty. Have you seen anyone get discouraged? No, um, I haven't yet. Um, I, you know, after a loss like this, I try to make sure I'm checking in with guys and asking, hey, how you feeling? You healthy? You feeling good? And everyone seems like they got their head on their shoulders. But are they angry enough? You I, want them to be angry, I, I assume. No, I, I mean, I, I don't think we need to be happy-go-lucky after a loss, but I think we just need to – I think we are I think we do take it serious. I think it is important to us, and I, I've said that over the last few weeks. 
we just gotta um, fix the problems. Again, I haven't seen the film, um, but you know, it's gonna start with with me and, and go down. Um, there's some plays that I gotta be on, be better at. Um, some coverages I gotta identify, identify a little bit better to put us in a better situation and. You know, maybe that gives us a better chance of winning. You mentioned Golden Tate in the front of the locker of Eric Smith. Definitely wanted to do better than that, but uh, I didn't know that stat. Uh, that's one of the things I'll put on my, my back as well, just because I feel like, you know, as a part of the offense line, that's one of the things I'm going to put on my back. So uh, that's very disappointing. Uh, definitely something I'm going to hold on to it in the future, and, you know, so I can apply to my game and my technique. But, uh, yeah, that's nothing to go home and smile about, you know, that's – that's what we definitely want to pick up on that. And me, my first time, I definitely want to capitalize. And How hard is it to go in there on the fly like that when you, you said you hadn't really been prepping at left tackle? Uh, not since preseason. That's the last time I played and or even took live reps. It was with the Jets before I got to the Giants. So uh, went in, like, obviously Coach wouldn't make that move if he, if he didn't trust it. Uh, I didn't have the worst game ever, but I definitely the mistakes that I did make were ones that I can make uh, fix myself. So even when I got to the sideline, our offensive line coach was positive. Uh, the rest of the offensive line is like, you're doing good. Just you know, you know what to do. Keep your head out. Like this little stuff that I could fix on the fly. So it was nothing. Nobody beat me down. Nobody just like, you're good. Just relax, play ball. And I could, like I said, I could, I can ask for a better surrounding group. Thanks, Eric. That's Eric Smith. We should have Jabril Peppers in a moment. Before that, let's take a timeout on the WFN Giants Radio Network, driven by the Hest Toy Truck. John Schmoke with you back in the Giants locker room. Now it's time for the Saquon Barkley Report, brought to you by Toyota, the official vehicle of the New York Giants. Our reports that Saquon Barkley went to the XA room after the game. Let's join his media availability right now. This guy get better. Um, lost a game, just played a heck of a game. Gets going to bye week, gets to reflect on himself and move on. You were banged up, and we saw you go to the X-ray room. Were you hurt? Next question. The natural reaction is one or thirteen carries. The last three games in general, you have to be hurt. What do you you say to that? Um, We got to be better. Uh, We go into the bye week, uh, get to watch film, reflect on ourselves. Six game less, and try to finish the season off strong. You ever had a game or a stretch like this where it just hasn't been as productive as you'd like? Um. Yeah, I think I probably had it in college, but uh, at the end of the day, we just got to go back, watch film, get ready for bye week, and get ready for our next opponent. Do you have a sense of what was the, the biggest problem with the running game? The Jets played a hell of a game. Um, they're a hell of a defense. Going into the game, they were only averaging uh, 3.1 yards per carry, 3.1 yards per carry, um, and they did an amazing job. And I made sure I went to Coach Williams and shook his hand and said, uh, good job. What do you think about the possibility that there might be changes here during the five weeks? I said, what do you think about the possibility that you come back there could be changes during the five weeks? Um, you know, you know uh, only thing I got to focus on is just coming in and try to be the player I can for my team and um, just focus on this bye week. Uh, you know, it's a week where everyone can get a chance to get healthier, uh, not only myself, but the whole team. Um, and we get to reflect, uh, you know, on our on on our season so far and um, just try to be a better team than we were in the first half of, first half of our year. What happened on the strip sack? Jamal Adams uh, beat me. As simple as that. He's a heck of a player, all pro. Um, didn't really want to switch jerseys when I'm after the game. I jokingly told him that. Uh, but, you know, one of my good friends, one of my boys, hell of a player, much respect to him. I got to be better there. What's the football emotion for you right now, 
Saquon? Is it frustration? Is it anger? Is it disappointment? How, you know, what's, what's the feeling? I mean, like, we, I, I don't know. Um, yes, frustration, disappointment, anger, uh, everything you said. Uh, no one wants to be 2-8. and eight. No one wants to have a losing record. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, yes, everyone's, everyone's upset. Everyone's frustrated. That's Saquon Barkley. Uh, we're still waiting on Jabril Peppers. Uh, I'll let you know when I have him. So in the meantime, let's throw it back to Lance in New York. All right, thank you so much, John. The player of the game brought to you by the members and contractors of local 825 operating engineers, ELEC 825, building our future. Player of the game is Darius Slayton. The rookie wideout continues to impress. Ten catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. The second time in three games in which he has posted and recorded a multi-touchdown game. So Darius Slayton is our ELEC 825 player of the game. You just heard from Saquon Barkley, clearly frustrated that they have not been able to get the run game going. Let's head back to the locker room. Jabril Peppers. We're standing by in front of Jabril Peppers' locker, and he'll be uh, turning around to address the media in just a moment, gathering himself, and now he's ready to go. Let's listen in. Jabril, um, defensively, how, how would you assess how you guys played? We lost. No, it doesn't matter. You gave up. You guys gave up 27 to a team that had really been scuffling on offense. So 27 offensive points is what they scored. Is that, do you guys consider that unacceptable? Is that frustrating? Yes, sir. When we see you out there giving it your all every play, is everybody on this team doing that in your estimation? Uh, I'd like to say so. Okay. What's the mindset of this team right now? We've got a, a bye week coming up. Get in there, watch the tape, get it corrected. Come out the boss strong. Jabril, what are your thoughts on the possibility? Look, you've lost six straight. It's the bye week. There could be changes, maybe even with defensive coordinator or coaching changes. I just worry about what I can control. You know, we all know this league is a business, and winning is everything in this league. And when you don't win, you know, everything starts to look different. But like I said, man, I'm worried about going out there each and every week, putting the best football I can on tape, do whatever I can to help my team win. Well, there's a lot of talk about urgency this week. Did you feel like there was enough urgency on the field? I looked like you had it. I like to think so. You, you guys, third straight week, you went into the fourth quarter with a legit chance to win. So you guys are kind of right there, but couldn't finish for the for the third straight week. Got outscored ten nothing in the fourth quarter. What? Why? Why was that? Why can't this team finish? It's not making enough plays. You know, got us got to score in defense. They did. They did last week. You know, we gotta we gotta match that. We gotta help our rookie quarterback out. It seemed like Sam was able to make some things happen when things kind of broke down. Is that what you saw also? Absolutely. You know, I definitely took my hat to Sam. He had to, he did what he had to do. You've been on winning teams before. What are the qualities of a winning team that you guys are missing? Just execution, every play. You know, that's really all it comes down to. Who executes the best? Are you guys embarrassed by this loss? Oh, definitely. Hell yeah. Why is that? Just is, man. Lost six straight. Um, you know, we felt like we had a good week of practice. This is disappointing, you know what I mean? It don't feel good. Definitely embarrassing. Um, like I said, man, we got a bye week, get ourselves together, regroup, 
come out strong. Is that, I mean, you lost to a team that was one and seven, or just lost to the Dolphins. Does that kind of play into it too? A team like you feel like you can beat? I mean, anybody can be beat on any given Sunday. Like I said, it's not about who the best team is, who has the best talent on the roster. It's about who executes the best on Sundays or whenever game day is. And if you don't do a good job of executing on game days, you're not going to win many ball games. I don't care how talented you are. I'm not saying you personally, but is, is there a, a chance that after the bye week with the six straight losses, losing to the Jets, the guys might start to kind of, I don't know, check out is the right word, but you have to guard against guys giving max effort the rest of the way? Man, at the end of the day, man, you you play for the name on your, on your jersey and, and the name on the back of your jersey. We all powerful guys. You know, I'm not. I'm not really worried about guys checking out. You know, we got a bye week, much needed bye week. Rest some guys up, get some guys healthy. And we're gonna come out this thing like we want to, and that's ready to play some damn good football. What would you tell fans who are fed up and don't see any progress from this team? I mean, we fed up too. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody can feel how they feel. You know, we gonna go back to the drawing board, put together a good two weeks of work. You know, come out this bye week ready to go. That's Giants safety Jabril Peppers. Pardon me, Neil. I'm sorry. That's Neil Best. I'm evading there in the Giants locker room where Jabril Peppers is the last man standing. So we are done down here. Uh, let's go back to the FAN studios and we'll be back with the reaction from Bob Papa and maybe even Carl Banks here at the stadium a little bit later on in Mercedes-Benz Extra Point. Lance, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right, sounds good. As we move along here on Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point, we'll come back. We'll break down the statistics. We'll walk you through the highlights a little bit later on. We'll also get to your phone calls at 877-337-6666. The Giants fall to the Jets 34-27 at MetLife Stadium. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Metal with you as we're recapping the Giants 34-27 loss to the Jets at MetLife Stadium. Giants have now lost six in a row. They fall to 2-8 and eight on the season. It's their first six-game losing streak since the 2014 season. We're going to run you through some of the notable stats from this game, but first, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the WFAN Giants Radio Network. Today's stats are brought to you by Bud Light. Keep it crisp. Let's start on the Giants side. Daniel Jones, 26 of 40, 308 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He was sacked six times. That is the second most times that Daniel Jones has been sacked in a single game this season. He was sacked eight times in the loss at home against the Cardinals in Week 7. This is also the second time in three games in which Daniel Jones has thrown four touchdowns. So that matches a career high that he set a few weeks ago. On the ground, and that brings us to the Giants Power Report, brought to you by PSENG, committed to providing safe, reliable energy now and in the future. On the ground today, 17 runs for just 23 yards, 1.4 yards per carry for Big Blue against a Jets rushing defense that was ranked sixth overall in the NFL, was only surrendering 89 yards per game, but given their other struggles, you figured perhaps this would be an attractive matchup for the Giants, and Daniel Jones ended up as the leading rusher, three for 20 yards, 6.7 yards per carry. That's the second time in two games because he was the leading rusher against the Dallas Cowboys as well. Wayne Goldman ran once for two yards, and Saquon Barkley, we heard his frustration moments ago in the locker room, 13 carries and just one yard 
for the Giants' star running back. Darius Slayton led the way in the receiving court. 10 catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. Golden Tate chipped in, four catches, 97 yards, and two scores, including a 61-yard touchdown off a screen pass. And Rhett Ellison had three catches for 42 yards. Barkley did have five for 30. On the Jets' side, Sam Darnold, 19 of 30, 230 yards. He threw a touchdown pass to Jamison Crowder. The Jets ran the ball 29 times for 76 yards. Le'Veon Bell held in check 18 carries for 34, though he did have what turned out to be the go-ahead and game-sealing touchdown from one yard out. Demarius Thomas was the leading receiver for the Jets. Six catches, 84 yards. Jamison Crowder finished with five for 81 and that touchdown. And Bell chipped in with four for 34. The Giants recorded two sacks on Sam Darnold. This was... A Jets offensive line that had surrendered 37 sacks coming in. That was the second most in the NFL. Just one behind Tennessee, which came into today with 38. And the Giants were able to bring him down just two times. The Jets, on the flip side, not a team that had a great deal of success getting after opposing quarterbacks. Just 13 sacks coming into today's game. 29th overall, yet they wound up recording six. And that means that if you include the Dolphins game, the Jets have 10 of their 19 sacks on the season in the last two games combined. Turnover differential. It is a statistic that we have brought up all season long, and we're going to bring it up again today. Minus two for the Giants. They have now lost the turnover battle nine times in 10 games. The lone time they've won was against the Lions. Still wound up coming out on the losing end of that game, but let's take it a step further. The opposition is capitalizing off of these takeaways, and it has now been a trend where the opposing defense is finding a way to get into the end zone. Week six at New England, two touchdowns to the Patriots that were not on the offensive side of the ball, but we'll just calculate the Kyle Van Noy 22-yard fumble return. Week eight at the Lions, Devon Kennard a 13-yard fumble return. Week nine against the Cowboys, Jordan Lewis late in the game, a 63-yard fumble return. And now today, Jamal Adams rips the ball out of Daniel Jones's hands and returns it for a score. So that is four opposing defensive scores that the Giants have allowed in the last five games. So not only are the opponents taking away the football, but they're capitalizing, and that has been a troubling trend for the Giants. Daniel Jones now 17 giveaways on the season, eight interceptions, nine lost fumbles, and this would be the best way to define today's game. In the last five possessions, after the Giants scored that touchdown, with Golden Tate to put them up 27-21, to 21, they had two first downs and allowed three sacks in their final five possessions of the game as they were unable to move the chains consistently. The injury report brought to you by Hackensack Meridian Health. Life years ahead, Nate Solder was knocked out early in this game due to a concussion. So the Giants had three starting offensive linemen down in this game. Remember, Mike Remmers, starting right tackle, and center John Jalapio inactive today. It was Spencer Pulley who got the start at center. And it was Nick Gates who got the start at right tackle. And Eric Smith was thrown in at left tackle in place of Nate Solder. There were multiple reports from various media members who cover the Giants that said they saw Saquon Barkley going into the x-ray room after the game. We heard from Saquon Barkley. He did say no response to one of the questions 
about going into the x-ray room. So the Giants will have some media sessions in the next coming days. We'll see whether or not we get an update on that point. But right now, the Giants relatively in good shape coming out of this game, at least from a health perspective. We're going to step aside when we come back. We will run you through the highlights from this game as the Giants' losing streak now has hit six. They fall to the Jets 34-27 at MetLife Stadium. We'll be back right after this. We welcome you back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. Lance Meadow with you as the Jets top the Giants at MetLife Stadium 34-27. to So the Jets now have won two in a row in this series against the Giants as the Giants had won five of the last six. So let's take you through the highlights of this game and find out how we got to that final score. The Jets won the toss, elected to receive after the opening kickoff went for a touchback. Jets took over at their own 25 and methodically moved the ball down the field. Sam Darnold completed all seven of his pass attempts on the drive to three different targets for 63 total yards, highlighted by an 18-yard connection to Jamison Crowder on a third and 11 from the New York 46-yard line. They eventually faced a third and one at the eight. Ty Montgomery was stuffed at the line, but Marcus Golden was called for offside. So instead of a fourth and one, it became first and goal at the four. Le'Veon Bell ran up the middle for two, and on second and goal, the Jets looked to mix things up. Darnold in a shotgun. Handoff Bell hit behind the line by Golden. Oh, well, Darnold kept it and went in for the touchdown. Oh my gosh, he faked me out. I thought he handed it off, and instead he kept it and ran it in for a touchdown. That capped a 13-play, 75-yard drive that ate up over seven and a half minutes. Sam Ficken added the extra point. The Jets took a 7-0 lead. After the Giants went 3-and-out on their first possession, the Jets took over with great field position in midfield. They eventually faced a 4th-and-1 at the New York 41. Trevon Wesco ran up the middle for two yards, and the Jets continued their drive. Two plays later, on second and nine at the 38, Darnold hooked up with Robbie Anderson for 11, and once again, Gang Green moved the chains. After an incomplete pass and Le'Veon Bell run for four, the Jets faced a third and six at the 23. Giants needed one more stop. Darnold in a shotgun, Bell to his right. Three receivers, bunched to the left. Darnold back to throw. Under pressure, fastball over the middle, completes it to the 10-yard line. Crowder then cuts back to his left and is in for the touchdown. Darnold's second touchdown of the game, one rushing, one passing at that point. That kept a nine-play 50-yard drive in just over four minutes. Ficken tacked on the extra point, and the Jets jumped out to a 14-0 lead in the blink of an eye. For the fifth time in the last six games, the Giants trailed by double digits before scoring a point. Skip ahead to the second quarter. It was now 14-7 Jets after the Giants forced a punt. They took over at their own 39 and eventually faced a third and seven at their own 42. Not a problem. Daniel Jones connected with Darius Slayton for eight to move the chains. Later in the drive, They faced a third and 10 from the Jets' 45-yard line. Jones connected with Golden Tate over the middle for six. So on fourth and four, Pat Shermer kept his offense on the field, and it paid off. Fourth and four at the Jet 39. Jones takes the snap. He's back to throw. Delivers it right. Caught by Slayton on the run. He's to the 20. Breaks left 15. To the 10. To the 5. Touchdown, Giants. 39 yards. Darius Slayton. And the Giants are an extra point away from tying it. Second time in three games that Slayton recorded a multi-touchdown game that kept a seven-play, 61-yard drive in just over four minutes. That is today's scoring drive of the game, brought to you by Investors Bank at the New York Giants checking account, only from Investors Bank. With every Giants scoring drive this season, Investors Bank will donate $250 to Casa of New Jersey to help New Jersey's kids in foster care. But here's where things got interesting. The snap was low on the extra point. Riley Dixon couldn't get it set. 
And the Giants couldn't get off the extra point, so they still trailed 14-13. Third straight game in which the Giants either missed an extra point or had some type of mishap on that play. Jets entered the locker room with a one-point lead, 14-13. Following a touchback, Giants got the ball to start the third at their own 25 after an incomplete pass and a nine-yard completion to Slayton. Big Blue faced the third and one at the 34, looking to gain some rhythm on the offensive end. Third and one. Jones over center, strong formation to the right, play action pass, Jones back, going to get sacked, and the ball stolen by Adams, takes it out of his hands, and he's in for the touchdown! Saquon Barkley just got pushed right into the quarterback, and Adams is just wrecking this game for the Giants, single-handedly destroying this team. For the fourth time in the last five games, the opposing defense scored a touchdown against the Giants. That theme continuing. Jones' 17th turnover of the season, third straight game in which one of his fumbles was returned for a score. Ficken added the extra point. Jets padded their lead 21-13. After the ensuing kickoff went for a touchback, Giants took over at their own 25 and looked to regroup. Jones completed two of his first three pass attempts to Slayton and Barkley, respectively, for 16 total yards, setting up a third and nine from their own 39. Third and nine from the Giant 39. Jones in a shotgun set. Quick hitter off to the right to Golden Tate. Wide receiver screen. He's got a crease. Across midfield. Down the right sideline. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Giants. 61 yards to Golden Tate. Jones' third touchdown pass of the game. Tate's second as a Giant with Big Blue failing on the earlier extra point attempt. Pat Shermer decided to go for two. Jones connected with Tate, but Tate was called for offensive pass interference, so the woes continued in terms of points or two points after the touchdown because he pushed off. So following the penalty, the Giants decided to go for the extra point instead. This time the snap was fine, but Rosas missed it wide right, and the Jets maintained the two-point lead 21-19. After the Jets were forced to punt, the Giants got the ball back at their own 36 and once again went to work. Jones completed four of his five pass attempts on the drive to three different targets for 46 total yards, highlighted by two to Slayton. That helped the Giants get down to the Jets' 15-yard line where they faced a manageable third down. Jets by two here in the third. Jones back, has time, over the middle, he's got Tate to the 10, to the 5, touchdown Giants! Golden Tate! Right up the middle on a 15-yard pass and run, and the Giants have their first lead of the day with 5.21 to go in the third. Jones' fourth touchdown pass of the game, second time in the last three contests that he's thrown for four touchdowns. Giants went for two. Jones hooked up with Benny Fowler in the left corner of the end zone for a conversion. That capped a nine-play, 64-yard drive in just over five minutes. Giants moved in front for the first time in the game, 27-21. Skip ahead to later in the third. It was now 27-24 Giants after Ficken drilled a 53-yard field goal. Jets took over at their own 30 with 53 seconds to go in the quarter. Darnold connected with Bell for 11, then Crowder for 25 on a catch and run. That brought us to the end of the third quarter, and to start the fourth, the Jets picked up where they left off with a very aggressive approach. On first and ten at the Giants' 34-yard line, Darnold threw deep down the left side of the field. The ball fell incomplete, but DeAndre Baker was called for pass interference. Jets gained 33 yards thanks to the penalty and were knocking on the door with a first and goal at the one. First and goal. Jets at the one. They trail by three. Handoff Bell slashes up the middle and he's in for the Jet touchdown. And they have the lead eight seconds into the fourth quarter. 
That was the Giants' turning point of the game. Listen to Boomer and Geo on our flagship station, WFAN, tomorrow morning in the 9 a.m. hour for the Giants' turning point contest. The first correct caller to name the game's turning point will win a pair of tickets to the Giants' game against the Packers on December 1st. That is the Giants' next home game. That capped a three-play, 70-yard drive in just over a minute. Ficken tacked on the extra point. And the Jets reclaimed the lead 31-27. They would tack on a field goal, make the necessary stops on defense, and go on to win 34-27 as the Jets improve to 2-8 and eight on the season and the Giants fall to 2-8 and eight as they now have lost six in a row for the first time since 2014. We will step aside when we come back. Jeff Fiegels will join me as we will break down the Giants' latest setback. They head into the bye looking to regroup as they get set for their final six games of the season. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Mercedes-Benz Giants Extra Point. So glad you could join us. Alongside Jeff Fiegels, I'm Lance Meadow here in New York. We've got Bob Pop at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, as we're recapping the Giants' 34-27 loss to the Jets. As the Giants now are 2-8 on the season, they have lost six in a row. For more game analysis, check out Giants Rewind with Carl Banks and John Schmelk on all your favorite podcast platforms, Giants.com, and the Giants mobile app the day after every Giants game. Jeff, you and I were talking right after the game before we heard from Pat Shermer as well as locker room reaction. And one of the things I brought up was the offensive struggles down the stretch specifically. And this is a number that jumps off the page. Last five possessions. So this is right after the Daniel Jones second touchdown pass to Golden Tate. So five possessions, two first downs, three sacks allowed, and then you could tack on the Spencer Pulley false start penalty too because that also classifies as a negative play. The inability to solve the Jets' defense, but we're not even talking about explosive plays, Jeff. We're just talking about managing a first down here or there. We're, we're talking about running the football. And listen, we, we talked about this in the pregame. We talked about the inability in the red zone to run the football um, and how it spreads across these games. And this is not something that we can just flat out say, okay, you know what, they were missing all their offensive linemen, this and that. This has been a problem now for a while. So I'm not going to sit here and say that the it wasn't the inexperience at the offensive line position. There certainly had something to do with it. Um, however, it's clearly... Saquon Barkley is not healthy. I mean, we talked about this beginning. I told you, he does not. The three things that I said that they have to improve in this running game is, number one, Saquon Barkley is not healthy. He can't make the cuts. He can't make the plays that he needs to, um, which now gives you the sense that they are running negative plays on first and second down. Now, I heard Bob say this statistic earlier, maybe up to the third quarter, where they were just crazy on third down, half third and nines, how many they were making. Fool's gold, he said. You can't get into those types of situations. So, um, you I'll know, give you the number. Fee. Sure, I mean because it was alarming. It was, that was an amazing number. Uh, the, of their 18 third down attempts in the game, um, the Giants had um, 10 of them were nine plus. So 10 of the 10 of the 18 were nine plus. Now they hit five of the they hit five of those 10, but 56. Of their 133 third down attempts now through this game, are nine plus. Like you can't win in the NFL when you're at that number when when you have that many nine pluses on a regular basis. And, th- and those numbers, Bob, are telling because of first and second down production. And listen, negative plays are one, but there's also penalties that are thrown in onto those plays also, which puts you in 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 situations where you have to now go third and long, um, and. You know, you cannot continue to play football at that level with those types of statistics on third down. 
And there were three penalties against the offense today, one of which came on the two-point conversion when Golden Tate pushed off. But I think you hit it right on the nose, Jeff. The reason why you have so many third and longs is the lack of productivity on first and second. And usually on first and second down, you want to be able to run the football effectively. And when you have Saquon Barkley 13 carries for one yard, you have 17 carries for 23 yards as a team. And I read this number earlier in the game. I'll say it again. During the midst of this losing skid, and let's go back to week five against the Vikings, the Giants now have had four games out of the last six in which they've had 80 rushing yards or less. And this was a team that ran for over 129 yards in three of their first four games. So we're seeing the opposite end of the spectrum in terms of the ability to win in the trenches. Well, the, the, the running game is going the opposite direction. And when you can't run the football, you're not going to go up against a Jets defense like this every week. The secondary, at least that is. But, um, you know, yeah, Daniel Jones can throw for 300 and something yards and Four touchdowns, but that's if you can't run the football consistently in the National Football League, the defense is going to dictate what you can or can't do on a daily basis. And Jeff, don't they have to look at? And we talked about this on the TV post game show. I mean, don't we have to? Don't we have to look at this like okay? We want to run certain things, and you know they made the point of when Eli was replaced by Daniel Jones, it opens up more of what Pat Shermer has in his playbook as far as the naked boots and getting the, the quarterback in yeah. space and all yeah. that other stuff, the RPOs. However, there is a direct correlation between when you made that switch and the amount of hits that the quarterback is taking and how your running game has dropped off from a production standpoint. Now, you obviously Saquon's ankle injury – and the fact that he came back quicker than expected, but he's clearly not 100%. I, I get that that is a factor. Mm-hmm. But don't you at some point have to say, okay, we got to scrap the stuff that we want to do, and let's figure out something that we can do based on injury and guys being hurt or whatever. Like, we're going to line up two tight ends. We're going to put the fullback in the game. And if we get three and we get three. We can get and four. We, <laughs> we can get four. Uh, you know, as opposed to. Nine. You know, out of the shotgun and the RPO. And the offensive line is is clearly, I mean, guys are just slashing through all over the place where you just line up and you go. Put the defense on their heels. they got to do something differently because this is not working. And I understand that they don't have their full complement and everything else. Sure. But, geez, I mean. Well, I, I, heard, I heard Pat Shermer in his press conference, you know, defending, trying to get Smith some help. And I feel like, you know, he was, they put Penny in there on one play. They did get him a little bit. But on that certain play that the reporter asked him, there was no help on that play. Um, you know, two tight ends. Yeah, you've you got Evan Ingram that's out of the game. So you're a little limited there personnel-wise. But I agree with you. Eli Penny. Use your extra offensive lineman Absolutely. that you got on the bench and put him in there and just say you're a tight, you're eligible now. And get and get Ellison and just try to pound the rock on the edges. Pound the rock, and you know what? If you even have to, and you guys have mentioned this many times, you you and Carl, you know, you could use that short passing game as an extension of your running game if it's not working. But at least you can have your two tight ends there to give you some protection, and even even getting guys down the field. So I, I I'm I'm scratching my head on some of this ball. I'm sure you guys are too. This, to me, is – I'm sitting here today, really. I, I, I have not, I'm having a hard time believing that the Giants lost to the Jets. This is a – you know, I've been around this thing a long time, and it's just – it's a tough pill to swallow. But when you look at the way that they did it, this football team, when you look at the last four games and you go through this, they had a good chance to win some of these, these last four football games. They, they had leads in these games. That tells me that this is a very young, inexperienced team that does not know how to, know, does not know how to win yet. 
and hopefully it's going to get better. But right now, it's pretty bad. Well, Bob, one of the things we've talked about all throughout this season, and you've talked about this with Carl, it seems as if there's always the get-right opportunity for the Giants' opponent, and <laughs> the Jets really fell into line with that narrative today. We went over the numbers in the pregame. You and Carl discussed it. You know, This was a Jets team that was struggling offensively, averaging 12 points a game, and now you know, well, there's a team that walks away with 34. Granted, Jamal Adams is responsible for one of the touchdowns, Jeff. Well, yeah. offense, offensively, they were, if you take out the returns that they have, mm-hmm. as in offense, they weren't averaging 12 points a game. They were mm-hmm. averaging 9 points a game. So now when you take the games that Darnold played as opposed to the hodgepodge of second and third string quarterbacks that they played, in the games that Darnold started, they've only averaged 13 points a game. They scored 27 today against the Giants mm-hmm. as an offense. Yeah. And, so, and, and the quarterback didn't get obliterated. He yeah. didn't turn it over. So there's the get right. They didn't run the ball well. But, you know, again, you know, the Jets were one of the worst teams in the NFL as far as big plays. And they had a bunch of big plays to Crowder and to Demarius Thomas, you know, 20-plus yard plays that tilted the balance in this game. So it was a get right in that regard. And then the, you're right. Defense. The Jets had no sack, 13 sacks coming in. Yeah, in eight games. Yeah. In eight games. And they had six in this one. And 10 in the last two, if you include the Dolphins game. But it's just remarkable. And here's another telling stat whether these are defensive scores or offensive scores, the bottom line is the Giants have allowed 25 plus points in nine of their 10 games this season. And nine is the most in the NFL. And it's hard to win football games also when you dig yourself in a double-digit hole, Jeff, which is something we've also talked about game in and game out. This is now a common theme, falling behind by at least 10 points before you even put a point on the board. The Jets' two lengthy drives to start this game, it's 14-0 in the blink of an eye. And listen, I'm going to have to bring this up because this is a common theme now. The last three weeks in a row, this team has missed extra points. And when you get forced with trying to go and decide... Now, Bob, I heard you on the, the, the call, and I agree with you. I, I, I'm, you know, and throw, throw the chart away and do everything you can. Sometimes it just comes down to common sense and just how you feel. But kick the extra point and just go on with it. But the bottom line here is that you cannot continuously have missed extra points and, and have mishaps on special teams like this because it's come back to haunt you. Sooner or later, you're going to get into a game that it's going to really, really be close, and you're going to look back and go, man, if we had just made that extra point. you know. So this is concerning to me. Um, Zach Diossi certainly has, has been very inconsistent the last three or four weeks, um, both on his punts and his, and his field goal snaps. So we got to get that right going into the bye week, um, and there's a lot of corrections that go into this. You know, We heard in the postgame about, in the locker room, all the questions about coaches and players and things like that. You know, these bye weeks, I'll tell you what, being in the league as long as I did and having these buys when you lose, it's really, it's really a bad thing. This is a really bad thing. Not only to lose going into a bye week, but to lose to the Jets, your crosstown rival, that's going to be a hard one. Um, there's going to be a lot of guys that have to look at themselves in the mirror. And I think we heard Marcus Golden, the way he, dis- the way he described on what he's going to do. See, that's a guy, that's a guy that is a leader by example. I mean, you don't hear a lot about Marcus Golden in the papers. He just leads by example. But yeah, he's trying to pull these young guys aside and say, listen, forget about worrying about where you're going to go this week. 
Let's get in there and correct the things that we're going to do. And there's a lot of corrections. Well, Marcus Golden has been invested in a James Betra defense since the beginning of his career. And you can understand the frustration, especially since he's looking to make a statement, given the fact that he's not that far removed from a torn ACL. And you're right, Jeff. He made it very clear to reporters in the locker room, I'm going to go get my workout in, and then I'm going to study and break down the film. And I hope, and I'm paraphrasing his words, but he basically said, I hope that others are going to follow right behind me. They've got two weeks to... (laughs) Think about a six-game losing streak before they then regroup and head on the road to a Chicago Bears team that was able they to bounce right back today. today. Yeah. yeah, they got their get-right game. Well said. The network more people rely on gives you more. Get amazing rewards like NFL tickets and once-in-a-lifetime experiences with Verizon Up only on Verizon. We're going to be back on the fan in New York to take your calls in just a second. But right now, we say goodbye to the affiliates on our radio network. Final score once again, Jets 34, Giants 27 as the Giants have dropped six straight for the first time since 2014. You've been listening to Giants football on the WFAN Giants radio network, driven by the Hess Toy Truck.